Welcome back to another episode of Dual Alliance with myself, Alicia Solomon, and Megan Hines, where we discuss everything the challenge. We are back to discuss episode five, episode single, if you might say. Uh, and we have some interesting twists and turns in this episode as Popcorn and Drake once sung. But honestly, it was very much a Drake-driven episode because it was marked behavior going on for some people. Right, very much... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Aubrey's Angels is in the building. I was just listening to Drake. I don't know. Uh, he's on my spirit right now. Yeah, <laughs> narc behavior is going on in this episode for sure. Yeah. So this week we got our new pairs with Danny and Angela, who were at first glance a really strong pairing. Like Danny, a former NFL player, Angela, Olympic trials athlete. Loved that for them. I was like, ooh, I'm keeping my eye on for them. Then we had Derek and Kayla who are two of the Smarties paired up together. David and Alyssa, Tyson and Cache, Enzo and Kira, Kylan and Shannon, Dom and Desi. And Dom was very skeptical of this pairing because he said he was enjoying being paired with Angela because she was BB. So now he has to have insurance and having someone's back or them having his back in a sense with having Desi as his partner. Then we had Cinco and Aza. Not Aza. Okay. TJ's pronunciation of Oz's name in this episode had me done. I was over it. <laughs> it it reminded me of Ray J when he had the glasses on in that one Breakfast Club interview and he took them off and like or like not in Breakfast Club, it was on Love and Hip Hop. And he had his glasses one up like one moment it was on top of his head, mm-hmm. the next minute it's on his head, then the next minute it's off. It was Aza. Aza. Aza, like if the the way that it was being pronounced, it was just all over the face. But TJ, bless his heart, he was trying. Yes, and then Ben and Justine, and then finally Leo and Sarah. Once Sarah saw that she was paired with Leo, all she said was "fuck," because Leo apparently is not a great partner. So we'll see. <laughs> and so Kayla and Derek have a quick chat, and they hope that. I'm the most that they don't get last in this competition. And then Ben was doing Sarah's hair and he was talking to his confessional that he was survivor strong, but he is worried about Tyson. And then Cache and Cinco had a little chat. It's the most they have spoken to each other since they've been in this house. <laughs> and Cache said that the flirting with him and other girls is hurtful to her. This girl still has love for him. And then Cinco was like, oh, this is weird that we haven't even spoke. <laughs> So this combo is weird. <laughs> and Cash really did not know how to move forward with Cinco. And that's first part of it. Okay. So I just want to like stick this in. What is the phrase? I want to stick this in the mud stick. Get this shit out of here. I'm sick of fucking Cinco and Cache at this point. From day one, we've been hearing about these two Negroes. And I'm tired. Like, I am tired. I'm sorry. I love what they bring to the show in terms of representation but enough i did love that she was in her silky she had a do-rag on having a conversation about her feelings big move love it however she keeps contradicting herself and saying that she is not 
jealous or she doesn't have any feelings towards him, but then gets mad and says it's about respect when he flirts or if she sees something, you know, with another woman in the house. I get that the relationship is so fresh and that they really didn't have enough time to separate and have closure, quote unquote, from each other. However, this is what you're put up against. And I just can't help to think that how much of healing that she needs from the relationship because it's just reeking of just insecure and I hate to say that about somebody but like honestly that's just what the vibe is because every time she brings it up I get that it's fresh but every time she brings it up it's just like okay what is he gonna he's going to move on with his life like I'm sure he has other suitors out there that he is going to be interested in and so are you in the future but I get that it's in your face it's not a lack of respect if he flirts with somebody in front of you like if he was going to do that behind your back would you feel you know less respected like it's just it's very much two sides of the coin she contradicts herself a lot in it and I'm tired of the storyline to be honest I'm really am it's not like he is up in the house kissing on somebody and being handy and touchy like in a villa this is not what's going on he's just talking to folk being friendly that's it. it. She should not come on the show if she had known that Cinco was going to be there because she is very emotional and she wears a heart and sleeve, good or bad. And it's not working for her thus far in this season. And like you said, I'm tired of it. Like every time I see her, it's always something about Cinco. Girl, I get it, but you got to move on. Like y'all here to play a game and you worry about a man. That's <laughs> Honestly, like just enough enough I'm, I'm tired of it and he's not really reacting emotionally like he's really just stoic in his responses to her and how he just moves and I can tell like that's probably part of how he's processing to get over it like it's not like he's not reeling and and having emotions from being out of the relationship too it's just that she's more talkative about it and you know in your face and he's just more like all right well this is what I'm dealing with I just I'm I'm tired I'm tired well um we're gonna move past this because it's gonna be more of this saga in this episode then we see Tyson and Sarah have a conversation about the survivor people and Tyson wanted to make sure that Ben was corralled and followed them because they all three of them have history. Then and Sarah voted against Tyson on one of the seasons of Survivor. And Sarah chocolate was like, oh, so if you bamboozle me, you bamboozle me because it's fair game. But it's like very weird. Yeah, I have a lot of uh thoughts, but I'm gonna leave it until because after everything that's happened in this episode and how it's played out, it's just funny to see that how the conversation went initially it was very foreshadowing <laughs> i was like listen mtv also uh y'all are not slick every time y'all put somebody in the beginning of the episode and give them so many confessionals if we haven't seen them at all it's like a clear-cut sign that they're going home at this point every time they do it it's like okay this is the person who's probably going to be in elimination or going home yep and we go to the daily challenge and it's called barreled treasure but teams will swim 150 yards from the barge at the starting point to a buoy with the number code printed on it they'll have to memorize the code then swim another 75 yards to a ship and then on the ship they have to search among those barrels for two of the same code on the lids of them and then they have to turn the puzzle pieces that were inside them to the barge and 
they will have to complete the puzzle. If the teams open an incorrect barrel, they must swim back to their buoy before returning back to the ship to continue searching for their puzzle pieces. Once both sets of puzzle pieces are returned, the first team to solve the puzzle wins, while the last team is automatically sent to elimination. And Aza, I wrote in my notes, is another Leo descendant with swimming because, you know, we have a constant <laughs> friend of people who come to the show that cannot swim. And Aza is coming into that fold. <laughs> you said a Leo descendant? A Leroy descendant. A Leroy. Okay, yes. yes. Yeah. But she is very optimistic about this challenge at that. So Kayla and Derek, they have a really good start over everybody. Like they decided to memorize the numbers first and then they managed to get up to the front their first barrel. And Cache eventually actually opened the wrong barrel, which is actually Kayla and Derek's other barrel that they're looking for. And Cache said that she was a weak link within her partnership with Tyson. And Tyson knew that this would add some more time to them. But always with these puzzles, they're always equalizing. So it's just a matter of just being able to get your pieces at least. And then you have the time to do the puzzle. So that's really where things can go off. Well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Right behind Derek and Kayla, Alyssa and David, Kyla and Shannon and others were able to get their like first pieces and they were able to go back to the barge with Derek and Kayla and also Ben and Justine leading the group. Like this was a solid like top two teams for this challenge. I was like, yo, if Derek and Kayla pull this off, they may have this in the bag. But obviously we saw what happened. But after them, Angela and Danny were right behind them. And as Angela and Danny were getting up the barge and Angela had to help Danny get up the net or just help him get up, period. He was like, Kiki gonna kill me for how I struggled. <laughs> At this point, I wish Kiki would have just showed up and just drowned him because why? Why, why, why? enough i get it like and honestly at this point if there's an episode that goes by that he's on it and she's not mentioned i'm gonna blame production because obviously it's a trope that's been (laughs) since day one and if she's not brought up every time i hear him now i don't want to hear from him yeah at this point she is a character on the show like however many people we have on the show she's the extra member because (laughs) he's always there then Cinco and Aza were actually one of the last group and Aza was struggling she was struggling but Cinco was really trying his best to really like keep her spirits high and really encouraging her but she was gassing out at different points with the swimming and as like they would get up on the ship she would like have to take a breath and like just like he's like yo Aza I love you but (laughs) bless your heart she was really struggling like the look on her face when she got out of the water she looked like she ran 300 miles like swimmed across the Atlantic it wasn't even that far but she was struggling but shout out to her for keep going and to not quit but when I tell you she looked tired at one point when she gave the the bible verse I said oh no my baby is out of it okay like this lady is gone Oh Lord, I was like, listen, she's she gonna dug it out. But they were really hoping that at least Enzo and Leo were worse than them at that point. But later on, it didn't work out for them. But at this point, Tyson is pissed at Cache for finding the incorrect barrel. And he's just like pissed that like, yo, this is time that we wasted doing this. 
But it is what it is. As Leo and Sarah were going back into the water, Leo was not trying to dive into the water. So he ended up climbing down a net and Sarah did a a tuck dive into the water and he was talking like, yo, that's my partner. She's ill. And she was like, shut up, Leo. All the while, he cannot swim as well, but he called himself a catfish and he was just on her back like she was a floaty trying to get to the ship and the buoy. Yeah, his performance in this first part of the Daily Challenge, horrendous. Honestly, just awful. What I did like this episode was TJ literally being the cheerleader for everybody. Like in the background, when people were going, he was like, get it, get it, get it, get it. Like, you got it. Don't quit. Da, 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 da. And then when Leo gets into the water, he's like, TJ, I love you. And TJ's like, oh God. He's like, no, I hate you for today. <laughs> and Sarah is just like frustrated. That made me laugh because honestly, Leo gets it. And I know that he's gotten a bad rap at this point so far in the last two episodes that we really seen him however I feel like he's coming from a good place and I don't think he's thinking that much into it to be some kind of way I just think that the way that people are viewing him and how he's shown that he's played so far they just don't want to fuck with it which I completely get they have that right to but I feel like he's coming from a good place so I just I find him to be funny at times like that moment was just funny to me because it's like you know the cameras are there like you're breaking the fourth wall essentially to just let us know like you know you're speaking to TJ and just to the camera essentially and Sarah was just like I get this is a show but we're not trying to be the main focus on the show which they were this whole episode and it's funny too because people don't like Leo but like he is funny and he's bringing a different life to what this show is because like we've known people who've been on the main show who give us some comedic aspects and are very lighthearted. Whereas like most of the people, especially the people from Survivor, who've been talking the most cash shit about everybody, they take this way too seriously. And yeah, Leo is a bit unserious, but he still tries his best. Even though like he was not great in this daily challenge, he at least tried and he was like i'm just gonna you know use my resources and just be on the back of sarah (laughs) that's it honestly the only difference between him and cache in this episode was that his partner didn't want to carry him because tyson did all of the legwork for cache because she couldn't swim she was really just doggy paddling and holding the puzzle pieces until they got back to shore so the only real difference was that sarah wasn't willing to do the same for leo yeah. And at one point, as Tyson was pulling cachet while she was dog paddling, they passed Danny, who was swimming on his own to get back to the barge. And he was like, this is embarrassing. It is what it is. At one point, Alyssa and David were in fourth place. So shout out to them. Shout out to David for, you know, having a good showing after... <laughs> a good elimination last week being in top four at least and at one point when Derek and Kayla were doing the puzzle they were getting frazzled sometimes having two smart people doing something is a lot if in doing a puzzle like you guys have two separate ideas that's what like Derek said but Kayla said that actually but being able to come together and try and figure it out it'd be good that's the main goal but they couldn't get it together at one point which once Tyson and Cache got back to the barge, they immediately completed that puzzle real quick and they ended up getting the win. All while Derek and Caleb managed to get second. So this was, I feel like this was like a Warriors collapse from 3-1. I could see that being a case. But honestly, because Tyson, he's just been lapping people like this whole time. 
it's really not surprising that he did come out and just dominate and literally swam held his partner down came back was in seventh place at one point because they had to go back because his partner fucked up past people swimming like individual people swimming and then got to shore had three other teams that was ahead of him that literally could have finished at any time between kayla and Derek, justine and ben and angela and danny like there was so many people that was ahead of him and for him to literally lap every single person because it wasn't even he's fighting an individual game and they're all with partners it was really insane to see his emotion after the fact and you know him trying to get that off after pulling himself back out of that i'm like all right i get it okay cool i get like the emotion that he has but honestly the other team should have just been embarrassed because how the hell did he do that all by himself and come back? And the fact is when Ben was like every single time he's just had it to come back and win, like he's almost dead. I'm just like, yo, I don't know what's wrong with y'all that y'all can't figure it out. This this is where they lose me because I get that Tyson's a great player. Ben and Justine, very strong team. Well, at least Justine is. Ben is okay too. (laughs) But it's like, (laughs) what what were y'all doing that y'all can figure out? Derek and Kayla, honestly, y'all had it in the bag and y'all just let it go under you. I don't really understand how any of these teams, those three teams let that happen. But nonetheless, they did. And Tyson ended up winning again and carrying another partner again. And it's just like, bro, like y'all at this point are going to have to figure out a way to get him out or else he is just going to keep lapping y'all and just win this whole show. And if he does, I will not be surprised, nor will I be mad because he's just showing his dominance and he's just steamrolling y'all and y'all just letting it happen. Yeah. I'm like, listen, Tyson, that's a bad man right there. He has won at least four of these. Yeah, it's been he's won four of these. He won the first week. And then, yeah, listen, you know, he is the one to be. Y'all can say whatever y'all want, Ben, especially. If you have a problem with it, do something about it. Don't just hide behind other people. Do something. Win something and throw them in. So Cinco and Azul, they were in last place. They had a chance to come back. I will say that. It was between them, Enzo and Kira, and Leo and Sarah. But at one point, you know, we mentioned earlier with Aza, they were coming off of the ship and Aza had take a moment like, I can't. But she must have restrained that but she had started saying that Bible verse and she got in the water and they made it back to the barge. And he was like, yo, y'all can still probably not be last. <laughs> and she's like, well, there's this puzzle. We still have a chance. I was like, listen, I love that she mustered up the strength to at least finish and not quit because we know that TJ does not like quitter. Yeah, that's a part of TJ's whole shtick when he's interacting with them during the challenge. It's just like, don't quit. But you can't say nobody quit this time, even through all of the situations that were happening. Like, nobody stopped. Nobody quit. They just straight up lost, which they just have to eat that. Well, I will say once um, they finally got on the barge, I laughed when Ozzy was like, where the fuck are the puzzle pieces? <laughs> she was like, there's ready. <laughs> like that motor turned up quick. She was like, okay, I may be exhausted, but we're going to try and get through this puzzle. But it was between her and Cinco and Sarah and Leo because Kira and Enzo ended up doing their puzzle. Sarah and Leo completed theirs first, which meant that officially... Cinco and Aza were going straight to the arena. And uh, right before their talk with Tyson and Cachet, 
Finkel was just like, yo, we're not going to tell them who we want to go in against. That's not what we're going to do. Like, he was like, we're not going to tell them anything. That's it. <laughs> and then they went in there. And it was so awkward. And the tension was very high. Like, I thought they can cut it with a spoon. Oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> if you can cut with a spoon. But, you know, initially I looked at that and I was like, mm, that's kind of smart because he's trying to, you know, preserve possibly somebody who he's trying to save or whatever and then I thought about it more and I'm just like this doesn't make sense like y'all had the opportunity to essentially put out there who you want to go against and who you think that you can be in any situation and y'all just let it go to shit because you didn't want her to have ammo on you later on this is why I said I'm tired of the Cinco and Cache drama because that thought process literally got in the way of him having somebody who he could possibly have beaten or at least somebody who can have gave him a little bit more of an advantage going in rather than just having Tyson strategizing against you because essentially it's Tyson being the mastermind behind that partnership I know Cashy has some input but honestly it was Tyson who created that storm into who they sent into the elimination so for me I just was like you 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 thought you had like you thought you had something there Cinco but honestly you should have just picked somebody like anybody just if you were even throwing them off of somebody that you didn't want like you should have just came in there with a name and not try to play coy and try to hold your cards because that just messed you over like I just again the their storyline and them being together that's what just held him back and that's what just like just I'm like I'm tired of it yeah when you feel like oh like I don't want to tell her like so that it'll come back on me like later on like dog it's just one week like it's okay you can you can go home this week you cannot go home this week it is what it is but you know he's a man of not so many words so that's just how it's going to be with him but yeah, like he says, what was just to make sure he came back, but he didn't say anything to give them anything that ensured that he would be able to come back. So that's how that conversation went. Like they didn't really say much. And so because Cinco and other didn't give anybody, it was open season on everybody else to go in. And this is where Sarah started going around the house, BB style campaigning against her own partner. Because she said she had a problem with carrying somebody else's weight. And she was really talking down on Leo, saying that his performance in the challenge and as a partner was awful. And she was really doing the work to really like down his man to all the girls. And it's like, well, the only way to get him to go home is if you go in. Which is what happened. Honestly, it was Sarah who created the shitstorm that was that them going in. I'm just going to rip the mandate off. That's what literally made it worse. For their argument because yes Tyson was protecting survivor however he already got screwed over by Sarah once before and after adding on to the conversation that Kayla had with Tyson about planting the seed about Ben going around the house saying that he wants to get rid of Tyson it just made it easier for him to just be like hey I'm just gonna throw her in there and then also get rid of Leo because like Hashay mentioned if she gets partnered with him and neither of them can't swim, they both going to drown and just exit out the house. So it's not going to be helpful for any of them going forward. But I think where they messed up is they didn't really think that these people would be able to come together and work together because the way that Sarah was shitting on Leo, it didn't seem like it was any possibility of them doing anything. So 
it just created just a domino effect of things that are going to affect gameplay going forward. But I just think Sarah was the one who really put the nail in the coffin for her own self and for her partner. Because if you're going around talking shit about your, your partner the whole time, and as soon as the elimination's over, somebody else is going to have to be partnered with him, why would they want to keep him? Yeah, it made no sense. But, you know, like you said, she dug a grave with this. And we went to the arena. And Tyson and Cache voted for Leo for those reasons. <laughs> um, he, the way that he actually said it was like he was citing the algorithm and the partnerships being a give or take for why they chose Leo and Sarah to go in. And Sarah said that she was pissed. But it's like, yo, you spooked all the girls for not wanting Leo's partner. So you did this to yourself. And also for Cache, it was better for her to go Sarah because the other option really was going to be Ben and Justine but because Justine's her girl that's not the case no more that was not an option for her to pit Justine up there but I don't think Ben and Justine would have been a viable option to be honest like and I know Tyson spoke about it after fact Justine number one is a strong player like she has shown to herself throughout the challenge so far she has enough money to run the final at this point why would they throw her in there? Because Tyson is the player who wants to use other people to get to where he wants to be. And I feel like at some point he wants to be able to have Justine as somebody who can he can leverage with. So I just don't think even that part of the partnership made sense. Like even though if he would want to go after Ben, I don't think that he would have did that to Justine because he wanted to use her as leverage going forward to help his game. But and just the other partners, I feel like Alyssa and David should have been thrown in there. Possibly there's somebody else, Derek and Kayla. Like I understand Derek and Kayla did well, but they also didn't have any alliance and any numbers in the partnership of Tyson and Cache. So I felt like they could have been an option as well. But I just don't understand. I understand why they put Leo and Sarah, but it's where Cinco and Ozzy fucked up and is not saying a name at all. Like they didn't give themselves an opportunity to put somebody else that they can possibly go up against. And I think, I feel like I didn't want to say Derek either because of the BB thing. Cause at this point she didn't really know about the revenge play until like afterwards, but like her and Derek are cool. So I don't think she was really burnt wanting to pit him up of that, but we're going to get into this elimination and it was called a dark turn where while tied together, teams would enter a dark container to find a stack of film reels of different proportions. Using their sense of touch, they must identify the order of the reels and they have to replicate the stack outside. The first team to correctly replicate the stack will win. And Leo had a system. It was called Leo's 4321 system. And that works really well for them. And I was like, yo, this is working well. And Sarah is actually taking heed to it. And I like this. Whereas Aza and Cinco just went straight into the container, didn't have a plan to start off. Yeah. And immediately as they saw Leo and Sarah plan what they were going to do instead of just going in their blinds like Oz and Cinco did, Cache realized I'm fucked because if they win, this is over for me and this they're, they're going to come back for me and also for Tyson. So I commend Leo for going in there with his strategy because he's the one who came up with it. So him going there, creating a plan and then having Sarah being like, 
on board with the plan and moving forward and just thinking out, out of the box, honestly. Like, it was really smart of him. And it showed he's useful in some way. Like, I know that she was shitting on him the whole time, but if he hadn't come up with it, like, they would have been kind of doing the same thing that Cinco and Azza did, which was just going in blind and trying to figure it out and do tiny, small, medium, big, whatever the fuck that Cinco and Azza was doing and what their, their strategy was. So... For Leo, I feel like that showed him being somebody who they're going to, when he comes back into the house, they're going to be like, all right, you're not just, you know, useless and we don't want to be partnered with you because you can't think of anything but cats. Like you're actually thinking of something. Also, I did like that Leo said that he was not a cat, but he was doing so well <laughs> with being with being in the dark, but also spearheading a partnership with Sarah in this animation. Like, he made a joke that, like, yo, cats can see the dark. <laughs> and I was like, listen, the cat man is still going to be here as long as he's going to perform well. And as time went on, like, Aza and Cinco were trying to still figure out their system of what they are going to do. Eventually, they figured it out, and they are just not... They were getting their pieces onto the stand, but... Leo and Sarah are really far ahead. Like they got majority of their reels on the stand and they had to just like do one little more still stack and they put them on and they win this nation. And right after they win, they are going ballistic and Sarah is munching on a turkey leg and gesture to Tyson. And she was exhibiting riddle behavior and unhinged. You think? <laughs> I mean, this lady went psycho. Like she really, sh- and, and it wasn't even in a way where you celebrate a win and it's, you know, modestly you're like, woo, I did it, whatever. And you're, you're talking shit to the people. It was in her eyes. It was the way she looked at him. It was the, like her hand gestures and her, her like slitting the throat and like the, like you're a psycho. Like you are crazy. Oh, I like, I see it now clear as day that bitch is she got a few screws loose okay and they ain't coming back like mama's lost it she she I don't like when I seen that I was dying laughing because I'm like I'd never seen something like this before where it was like it was intense but it was just so funny and it was awkward to watch at the same time and I just got secondhand embarrassment and then when Leo looked at Tyson was like I looked at you as a big brother I was like, Leo, no, like, no, I would never have given him that satisfaction to know that basically you, you telling him like, yo, if I wanted to, I could just stun you at any time. Like you are my, you are my son. Like you're my child. Like I, that's what I, if I'm Tyson, and I'm looking down, I'm looking at him like, yeah, now nah, you like Nicki Minaj style, you my son. Like you bitches is my sons. Honestly, I can't even think of any like why would you say that in that moment i i don't know i i don't i have no words <laughs> like, Just, like he said that even before the nation he's like yo like i thought of like tyson as a big brother y'all were not close i don't i mean if you have we granted we hadn't seen much but there is no indications to me that they were close at all but I'm like, listen, it is what it is, folk, in a human moment. They started just saying random shit. <laughs> and that's just what came out of Leo's mouth. I like, I really don't even know why he said that. Like, <laughs> I I was cringing. Like, I'm like, 
is he serious? And then Sarah like pulls him back and is like, no, don't even say anything. And then yet she turns around and starts eating on a turkey like, okay, okay, okay. If this is any indication on how next week is going to go, Lord help us. <laughs> no, please bring more because honestly, if that's the whole situation that's going to happen next week, I'm going to be embarrassed, number one, for her behavior. But then two, I'm going to be chuckling because that's yeah. all I was doing the whole time <laughs> watching this because it was just like, I'm embarrassed for you, but you're making an ass out of yourself and I'm here for it because what is this? Yeah, we need more because we need more drama. Like it's been a little bit stale. <laughs> so we it's been more. stale for like a, a episode and a half, honestly. Because yes. like in the beginning, like there was drama, but I feel like next week and continuing on, this is going to have the domino effect that we want. And I wish that the algorithm would be messy and just pair Sarah and Tyson together next week. So it's like their downfalls have to be going against each other, but still being partnered with each other. Because I know the algorithm is just literally the producers being like, okay, who just got eliminated? Let's work on another storyline here. So I just wish that at some point, hopefully next week, we see Sarah and Tyson linked together because that would just make my day even more. Yes. Also, Sarah and Leo took Aza and Nico's 3000 that they accumulated together. Now both Sarah and Leo have $2,500 in their banks. And Sarah has now officially declared war. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing more to say. I just... And also, one last thing. I think Ben mentioned how Tyson really played his card too early and he made his move way too early in the game and now it's going to cost him i'm interested to see if any other people from their survivor unit or from any other alliances to be honest tries to go against tyson and make you know an alliance to to get him out of the, the house because he's been dominating so much that if he doesn't win i think he should be target number one for people in the house be just because of how he has been playing but tyson showed why like sarah said he won on survivor four times and he won once it's because you play your cards too early which by the way sarah he was one in four but you were one in three also mama so it's like you can't call records if you're recording recording like you not three and oh you one in three he one in four like i I just don't understand check the numbers bitch I had to channel Maxwell oh in that God moment God. because that's what I was feeling. I'm like, because I saw a tweet about that too. I'm like, listen, Sarah, what are you doing? Yeah, when she said it, I'm like, oh, it sounds, you know, it sounds good. But then I thought about it and I'm just like, how many times she been on the show? How many times has she won? You, your records are not clearing either. So it's like, you trying to clear him with like, oh, you won it for, you not even all that. Like we got you out of there, babe. You only got one, two. Like, it's one-to-one at this point. It's anybody's game, actually. The game is tied. It's one-to-one. So, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to get that out because... (laughs) No, please. More. That's what it was giving. Listen, the way that she said that, I'm like, girl, take take a cup of seats. And then, like, when you said it again, I'm like, listen, it's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. 
so with that, we're going to get into the tweets from this episode because there was a lot of commentary about Sarah. And there's a lot of just stuff about the episode. So we're going to get into these tweets. First one, it says, my entire Twitter timeline tonight, LMFAO. And it's from a, a screen cap from a TikTok that Tyson I posted. And someone I asked him, what's your pet peeves though? And he replied, Ben and Sarah. Mm. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, it, I, I'm just, I just really want to see next week's episode now. Like, I really want to see what happens. That's all. Yeah, these graduates, they, they've been lasting for a while. Like, they, was, yeah. they were on to forever, like, a while ago, and they still hold on to that. So, next tweet is, yo, Catboy has such a good strategy for this elimination. Holy shit, Leo season. Shout out to Leo's. It is yeah. Leo season. Yeah. In the last tweet, the clip of Sarah actually going off, and someone had wrote in a tweet, her January 6th really came out. Okay. And that's a <laughs> fact, because... Listen, there's been a lot of talk about Sarah and her occupation and what she does as a cop, but also her beliefs and her political beliefs, I might say, you know, it's on the right side, if you will. So Sarah is not surprising, but honestly, it was just the face and the movements. I was just like, who even thinks of that? It's only someone of that nature that can honestly do that because what does that even mean like if somebody did that to me I would just be like okay are you hungry like I'm not understanding what this means (laughs) she literally just (laughs) looks like a psycho she looks crazy yeah listen you know like I really want to know if she really was (laughs) was was somewhere on January 6th because listen uh she should (laughs) never mind the last tweet says Danny, my wife, all of us in unison. And it is, I forget who this white lady is who's always in this photo or a gif. Kiki. <laughs> Literally, every single time I feel like the song should just drop and just be like, Kiki, do you love me? Like every single time, because sir, I really want to know what he did to his wife. Like I, I need somebody to... I need either Devin and Devon to interview him after the fact and just ask him, like, what did you do to your wife to make you say her name at least 300 times? Like, was this written in the contract before you left? Like, did she threaten you? I want to know what's going on at home. Like, please let us know. I just know if Danny ends up being eliminated, I would like for the title of that episode we do to be Kiki, Do You Love Me? Has to be because I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it with him. You know, I'm we're gonna change his name as well. Um to Chance McCray. That's it. <laughs> but that is it for the tweets for the week. I had a I had a blast. It is funny to see because Big Brother does a cop on Disney season as well. She just got eliminated. It is very funny <laughs> to see her get eliminated and just be a PR person, but the other cop that's on this show and Sarah was doing the most. Yeah, I I guess you know the cops are standing strong and protected and serving even in reality TV. So that's it for this episode. I like I have no words. Honestly, this episode was 
insane. I would advise anyone to just watch the clip of Sarah. I feel like we're going to put that in the tweet of us dropping this episode because it's just so psychotic that I feel like it it just needs to be shown like over and over. It's going to be one of those challenge moments for me where I'm never going to forget it because this bitch is crazy. So thank you guys for listening. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can. It is at Pod. You can follow our personal pages. Megan's page is at Megs and Hines. Alicia is at eighth underscore S5. And you can follow our YouTube page at Doodle Alliance Pod. We'll try to get more clips out as the season goes on. But thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week to talk more of the drama that is the challenge on CBS Paramount Plus. However you're going to watch it, bootleg it, I don't care. Thank you guys for listening. Be safe and I'll wear a mask and stay home. If yes. you know you got a little monkey on you, you got a little cough, cough, little sniff, sniff. Stay your ass home, please. Thank you. Stay masked up. Wash your hands. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs>